Welcome to the Pastor Nora King Podcast. We're confident that the message you're about to hear will enhance and empower your life in God. Now, here's Pastor Nora. So I'm going to talk to you tonight about from shortage to abundance, or you could say from lack to increase or abundance, what, you know, whatever you want to call it. Do you ever feel short? Short in as far as being able to do something that you want to do. It may be, you know, to have a home. It may be a needed vehicle. It may be to give in church, you know, when there's opportunities to do certain things that the church is doing. Or you see someone needy and you want to help them, but you come up short. You understand what I'm saying? I think every one of us can say we've been there before. You know, you really can. But what I want to share with you tonight is just as a, a, I'm going to call it a faith booster to get us back, you know, back in line if we're kind of off or maybe you're just right on, but this will be, this will serve to help you and inspire you tonight wherever you find yourself. You know, but there's many times that we want to do things. Now, I shared a story about how when I was a kid and and how uh, there was this family in the neighborhood and their mother had cancer and she was dying and she was laying on the sofa and she couldn't fix food for the children and they didn't have any food anyway. And it was just really a hopeless situation. And I wanted to do something, except I found myself in a situation where I'm probably eight or nine years old and what can I do? I had a shortage. You know what? But God used that to teach me, and He gives me what I need to be able to not be in that situation now where I can help when I see the need. You know, like it's like with these children, you know, the foster children and the the kids in one of our uh, schools that, you know, is maybe not as affluent as some of them are, and they need help. And so you can do something like that. I can do something like that to help someone. So when I talk about from shortage or lack to abundance, I don't want you to just think about all your needs and everything. Now, do I want you to exclude that? No, I don't. Because I think if you need a house, you need a house. Because you need that for your family. And if you've outgrown your house and you need something different, then bless God, I believe you can go from shortage to abundance. And I believe God can take you there. But I don't want our eyes just to go to that. I want us to have a full picture of of going from that place of lack and coming into a place of abundance. Now, people are at all different levels in this room here tonight, and maybe those that may hear what I'm going to say. And the thing about it is that we just find ourselves where you find yourself. But when you get the truth and when the knowledge of God comes to you, it is up to you to do something about it. You understand? 
We can sit week after week and year after year and hear the good Word of God, whether it be a message like I'm talking about tonight, or, you know, maybe it's one like Sunday about being hasty in your words when you get under pressure or whatever. So it's not how much words you hear. It's what you hear that you do something with and that you have action in your life. Now, recently, some I, I told a story uh, uh, in, in one of the messages. It's been probably, a, I don't know how many months ago, but a little while back. And they came up to me and, and they told me, you know what? My eyes have been opened. In my family life, there was a lot of lack and we didn't have what we needed. And I see that that's where I'm living now all these years after that. And what you said tonight, the Holy Spirit used it to open my eyes and help me see that it's up to me to take the Word of God and do something about it. And I said, hallelujah, because that's it. That's it. That's all it takes to change your life. That's all it takes to make a difference. No matter where you are and no matter what it's about. It doesn't only just apply, you know, to God's abundance in your life and His blessing, but I tell you, if you go from cover to cover in your Bible, you will find that God is a good God, that He is a blesser of His people, and those that fear and reverence and love Him, He will bless and pour out His favor and increase upon them. Now, I see people all the time, and they want to live. Oh, yeah, I want that. I want that. And then on the other side, they don't obey, obey anything that the Bible says. And I'm not talking that you're going to get it. you got to get that adjusted. Now, he's not mad at you because you're doing that. But until you get it straight, it's not going to work. There's a misfire. You understand? You can get that faith gun out, but you're going to have a misfire until you get some things straight. I'm big on talking about that. I hear people tell me and they refer to it, but I don't care. I don't care. I don't, I'm not one of these that believes that you can live any old way and get God just, He is in love with you no matter what. He loves you with an everlasting love and that is the truth. But we can disappoint God. We can disappoint Him. We can grieve the Holy Spirit. The Bible tells us we can. You walk in unforgiveness. You walk in bitterness. That grieves the Holy Spirit. Unkindness. You know, just verbally raging with your words and attacking. You know, it's the funniest thing. I went to the doctor to do a regular checkup, you know. And, they, you know, they ask you all kinds of questions. And when they asked me this one, it's like, you got to be kidding. And they said, does anybody scream and curse at you? I said, no. <laughs> now, I do understand, but now some of you are in here, and maybe you grew up like that. Or maybe you didn't just grow up like that. Maybe you're in a relationship right now where that's the way it is. But that's not God's way. But I mean, I just had to stop on that thing. 
No, thank God they're not doing that to me. So God's not going to scream and get mad and upset with you, but He's going to pull you and draw you into Him to work on your life. And, you know, that's why when I teach on things like I'm talking about tonight, about increase and abundance and that kind of thing, I, I try to be so balanced because I don't want people to go after things and not after God. But if you go after God, guess what? Things follow you. Material possessions follow you. Favor follows you. God's goodness follows you. Isn't that wonderful? I love it. Praise God. All right. God wants us to enjoy His blessings and increase in tangible ways. If you read in Genesis 1, I think it's over there in verse number 128, He tells us to be fruitful and multiply. That was in the very beginning. God wants increase in our lives. Yeah, increase in children and, and, and you know, in, uh, children are a blessing from the Lord. But then He wants us to have dominion and He wants us to take control and conquer those things that are around us. What the devil is trying to do, what people are working against us to do, you're not working against people yourself. If they work against you, you rely on God and your spiritual weapons, and it changes that. They might not even know what they're doing. I remember one night we were over on campus, and I, it was in the summer, and so it wasn't quite dark yet. And um, we, we were out sharing our faith, and Eddie and I were together, and, you know, we were just telling people about Jesus, leading people to the Lord on campus. Can you believe it? But we were. And so we got over there, and there was one young man, and I think he had been drinking. And uh, so we, we wanted to share with him. And so he totally got so belligerent on us that you wouldn't believe it. And so we just turned to walk away. And he was right behind us, right behind us, following us down the street, you know. And Eddie just turned around and he said, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you. Come out of him. That, you know what he did? That, that, that. And he backed up and went the other way. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. So God wants us to have dominion. He wants us to conquer circumstances instead of circumstances conquering us. And that's God's way. It's His way. And it's just like I told you. The scripture for increase and blessings are there for us if we work the kingdom principles, if we put it into action in our life. But we don't have to. We can be just like many other Christians, and I'm not, I'm not putting them down. I'm just saying, like me, I was in ignorance for so many years. So I don't say that like I'm superior. I say it like I learned some things. And when I learned them, I believed them. When I saw things in the Bible, it was the first time, I mean, I read the Bible, I did read the Bible, but it, it was different. 
after I got filled with the Holy Spirit when I read the Bible, and I am not kidding you, I'd be reading the Bible and hear all this stuff just popping up in the Scripture to speak to me, to show me the way of the Lord, how to live, what to expect, the promises of God. All those things came to light for me. And I said, Lord, if you say it, I'm going to believe it. And I, I'm not talking about weird doctrines. In the mouth of two or three witnesses, you read something and it's established in other places. You don't just pull out something and go on a tangent. Did you know it? Are you awake? Am I putting you to sleep tonight? Well, wake up. All right. So God wants to bless us and He wants to increase us. That's not all He wants to do, but that's a part of His plan. And we can have that if we're open to it. There's more to life than abundant finances. I know a lot of people and they're very wealthy people, but they have no peace of mind. They have... They don't have the blessing of God that goes along. And so that doesn't make everything. But I can tell you, increase, going from shortage to increase, going from lack to abundance is a better place to live. And this is where God wants you to live. Now, when I say things like that, I know the picture that can come into someone's mind. Oh, life is going to be a bed of flowery ease. You know, you come in to the Lord and He just gives you increase and He gives you blessing and life is just so wonderful. Well, that is wonderful. But there are a lot of other things that go into life that the devil is out there. He wants to fight you. He wants to get you off of the promises of God. He wants to discourage you. He wants to tell you that what the Bible says is not for you. I tell you, I mean, I, just the other day, I have been confessing some things, not in the area of, of increase or anything, but I've been confessing some things. And I mean to tell you, all of a sudden, just stirred up in me came all these thoughts that was the exact opposite of what I was believing God for. How many of you have ever had that happen to you? You got to speak something. You got to say something and you got to do something at that particular time. No, devil, you don't do that to me. I'm not accepting that. It's not going to be that way. I said it's going to be this way because I'm in agreement with God. Get in agreement with God and there's no greater agreement in the world. Now, I believe when you're married to someone and you get in agreement in prayer, that is so powerful. That is devil busting. I really believe that. But I'm telling you, when you get in agreement with God's Word, the devil trembles. Let me see if I can get them off. Let me see if I can put some unbelief, if I can put some doubt. I tell you what, you better not just be looking around everyone around you. You better be looking up, lifting up your head because your redemption draws nigh. But if you're looking where everybody else is looking, and doing what everyone else is doing, you're going to get the results that everyone else gets. But if you're believing God, if you're standing on the Word of God, 
If you put that in your mouth and in your heart, I'm telling you, your circumstances are going to... How many have circumstances that need to change in your life? I'm giving you something right here. I'm giving you something right here. I'm not talking to someone else. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. And that's why, you know, when I start talking about from going from lack to increase and abundance, I, I share. And Eddie and I were talking about this just the other day, and, and I was telling him how important to be. I don't know what it is in me, but, but when I share on this subject, it is so important, I feel, and it's something God's placed in me. You cannot act and believe the way your family did over finances if they didn't succeed. You know what I would do? I would be a tither. I would be a giver. And whatever you find in this scripture, I would do it. You want to change where you are and you want to change your situation. Right? Amen. All right, John 10, 10, you can turn there if you want, and I'm going to be real quick here. John 10, 10, the thief comes not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Outstanding truth right there. Who steals, kills, and destroys? It didn't say God did that. And you know, you can have erroneous teaching that you have had that tells you God's doing that to teach you a lesson. No. Goodness, mercy, forgiveness, increase, blessing. You're struggling. You're serving the Lord. God's not going to do that to you, but the devil will because he takes advantage of us And when we're down. Did you know that? When you're down, he'll come and kick you. That, that takes a really low person to do that, doesn't it? Well, the devil's not a person, but he's lower than low. So when you get down, he'll come to kick you. And then when he does, now how'd you like that? God did it to you. It's amazing, and people believe that. Because right here, the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Ultimately, to destroy your life. Now listen to this. This is Jesus talking. This is John, the Gospel of John. I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly, not just a little bit, not just a little trickle. He wants you to, well, I, you know, I've got just what I need. I'm real happy. God doesn't want you to have just what you need. He wants you to have what somebody else needs too. He wants you to have more abundant life. Amen. That's a great place to live. That is a great place to live. If I wanted to be a giver and I didn't have cash to give, I would find something that I had and I would start giving it away. Now, why would I say that? It may be because I've done that. 
Okay, let's look at the Amplified Bible. This is Jesus' words. I came that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance, listen to this, to the full till it overflows. I love that. To the full. Well, I'm full. Well, you're not there yet. You got to be in the overflow. I want to live in the overflow. How about you? Well, that's not where I am right now. I understand that. I do understand it. I'm not in the place of maybe overflow where I want to be. But you know what? I'm going to keep on keeping on. I'm going to keep on believing. I'm going to keep on acting. I'm going to keep on doing what I know to do from the Scripture and believe God to use me to just not be blessed, but be a blessing. You remember Abraham? He was blessed to do what? To be a blessing. Say, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. To, be a blessing. to be a blessing. Let's say it one more time. I'm blessed to be a blessing. See, that's the place of overflowing abundance that God wants us to live in. Amen? He wants us to have life. He wants us to enjoy life. Again, I don't want you to get the wrong, the wrong thought here. Doesn't mean that, you know, life is just wonderful and smooth and no problems and no difficulties. I can tell you, I, I, I have faced and do face really difficult things. And you do too. But that does not negate the abundant life in my life. How about you? You may have some decisions to make tonight. You may have some things to ponder and meditate on. But I believe, if you will, now I'm going to speak this. I believe there's some people in this room that God wants to pour through you as a business person like you've never seen before. I believe that. I do. It doesn't matter if He wants to. There's got to be cooperation on the other end. There's got to be vision. There's got to be seeing. There's got to be speaking. There's got to be acting. There's got to be sowing. You see? And then one day, you can look back and you can see that you're on the path of more abundance. Amen? So He wants us to have life, to enjoy life, have a flow of God's blessing coming to you. Well, you know, I, I've been blessed for this year. It's been blessings on every side. So I guess that means this coming year, it's, it may be different for me. Not me. I'm in the flow of more abundance. I'm not believing for that. <laughs> I'm not believing that it's going to be cut off. You know, we're so used to living in the natural where there can be an end to something good that's happening in our life. But with God, that's... No. Now, if you run into a rough spot, as we call it here in the South, if you run into that, that doesn't mean that you're stuck there either. You can get out of it. You can get out of it. 
I'm going to say this, and it may be offensive, and I, I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm trying to say some things to get us stirring. You know, there, there are people that receive an income. It could be in retirement. It could be disability. It could be whatever. And that's what you live on. And so you refer to that as your fixed income. Now, if you mean that that's what you get from that source, okay. But if you mean that that's all that you can get and that God cannot bring to you beyond that, then you've got to change. You've got to change your thinking. Is it just going to drop out in your hands, out of the sky? No. Faith and patience inherit the promises. You reap what you sow. There's all those things that go into the mix. Some of you young people, I challenge you to believe God and take Him at His word and see what He will do with your life. You can do extraordinary things in God. Ordinary people can do extraordinary things. He will bless you. He will increase you more and more. Isn't that what Psalms 115 says? And then, you know what else it says? Both, listen, both small and great. We look at our lives sometimes and we just think, well, comparatively, we just have a small little life. We, we don't have that much influence. We don't touch that many people. Well, it's okay. Because if you're doing what God told you to do, if that's where He told you to live, in a place of smallness, don't try to, you know, okay. But, you know, I've, I just know you're not going to stay there. You get God inside of you, and you get the weapons of your warfare on the inside of you and working in your life, you're going to greatness. Now, I can't tell you what greatness is going to look like, but you're going to greatness. Some of you, if you get a hold of that, it'll change things for you. Amen? Those who love me inherit wealth, and I will fill their treasuries. Man, that's, I, you know what? You know what I say? That's my confession right there. I've got it on my little, I've got a little devotional in my bathroom on my vanity when I put my makeup on. It's like, oh wait, I can't put that lipstick on. I got to read today and I got to get my word and see what the inspirational moment is going to come to me. And I get that, but on top of that, I've got a little sticky tab note with this scripture. You will inherit substance and He will give you treasures. You will have treasure. Treasure is a good thing. And treasure comes in a lot of forms. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Pastor Nora King. If you'd like to contact us, you can visit us online at redemptionchurch.com. We'll see you back here next week for another powerful message from Pastor Nora. Pastor Nora.